last time we had talked about um, like potential for a, a new Mac mini and, and like a cheaper MacBook are kind of related to the September event or are they just kind of murmurs that people are starting to hear? It seems like they're the rumors that are coming out right now. So it'll be interesting to see if it's going to come out with this September 12th event in a couple of weeks. So, yeah, I'm interested to see if they're going to do it with the new iPhone and the new watch or whether they're going to save it for an October event. Kind of spread out the news. Yeah, there has been events where they've done like four different devices. I remember one year they came out with the iPad Pro, the Apple TV, the new Apple Watch. So it'll really be interesting to see what they do with the September event this year. It kind of would make sense if the iPhone is kind of not having a lot of big new improvements other than the plus size. Um, or also we're kind of seeing with the iPhone, we have like the budget iPhone, right? With the one lens and the LCD. So maybe like the Mac mini and the new MacBook air is part of that theme of like, Hey, Apple isn't just for rich people. It's for budget people too. So yeah, maybe they're going to do that. Maybe they're going to go with an edge, edge, edge to edge theme and maybe these new devices, um, maybe not the Mac mini, obviously, but like the new MacBook Air could be edge to edge. But I kind of doubt that. I don't know. We'll see what they're, what they're going to do if they're going to do it this year or in October. Yeah. Do you think if they announce too much at one thing, does it kind of overwhelm people or do things get lost in the shuffle or what? what's kind of the pros and cons to splitting it up versus doing it all at once? I think splitting it up if you want something to be specifically focused on, but I think there's only so much time. And so if you just run out of time talking about one particular product, it's useful to just go ahead and split that up. I don't think there's anything wrong with doing a lot of products in one talk, but if they want to talk about a lot of features, people only have an attention span for so much time. Right. Yeah. So I had never heard of the Mac mini until you mentioned that there's rumors about a a new one. So can you give a little overview of what that is? Yeah, the Mac Mini was their desktop computer that came out in 2005, was uh, the first release. The most recent models are the 2012 and the 2014 model. No, so it's been a little while. Yeah, they have barely updated that thing, and they only they may update it like every three years or so. Huh. The Mac Mini has a lot of great uses, but it's just it's gotten really slow. And part of the, the value of the Mac Mini is that it doesn't come with any peripherals. So it's not like iMac where you have the monitor built in or anything like that. Like everything, it's its own device. The Mac Mini is just, it's a really nice small computer other than the fact that it's gotten so slow over the past few years. Is it kind of like in the last one we talked about, they're going to have this budget phone maybe to kind of help potentially ease people in? I mean, is that the point of a Mac Mini too, that if you're not going to be able to cough up like a whole Mac system to start with a Mac Mini? Yeah, I think that's a lot of it. I think that was the attraction to it when it first came out. It came out at a time when the iPad was just getting popular, and I think that's kind of the Apple resurgence of the previous decade. People were becoming more and more aware of Apple, so you had a lot of people coming in and saying, oh, you know, these iPods are really good, so maybe I should look at getting a Mac Mini. Or, you know, later on, you know, these iPhones are really solid. Let's see how their computers are. And a Mac Mini, I mean, paying 500 bucks for a Mac is not that bad. I mean, that's pretty reasonable. I asked a few folks on Reddit, like, what do they use their Mac Mini for? 
and I asked both on just regular Apple forums, but also on the uh, developer forums. It was really interesting because a lot of people seem to use their Mac Mini for a home theater computer. And what they do is they install something like Plex on there, or they would just hook it up to their TV. I use Plex at home, uh, but I, I have Linux on my home theater PC. And Plex is an amazing app. I can't say enough good things about it. You put like all your video files, your ripped DVDs, your TV shows, everything you've downloaded into Plex. And if you name everything right, it will create this really nice interface. It's either you can use the web app, so you can just pull up a browser, or you can even use a app on your iPhone or your iPad. I mean, they don't just do Apple. They do Android. They do video game systems. They have an app for everything. But anyway, you'll have this one server at your house where you have all your video. It'll automatically name everything for you. It's a really nice display. It downloads the movie posters, the TV posters. It's awesome. I love Plex. And I pay five bucks a month for it. It's totally worth it because it's my videos that I have and I have a great interface to it. So people will install Plex on their Mac Mini, use it as their Plex server or their home theater PC and just hook it up. There's some drawbacks to that. In 2018, you can't do 4K off of a Mac Mini, so people didn't like that. And so a lot of people have been moving to using an Apple TV essentially to replace their Mac Mini as their home theater PC. There's some drawbacks to that. The Apple TV doesn't have as much storage. It's not really a, a server, so to speak. You could definitely see that Apple's trying to position the Apple TV as the f- replacement for their home theater PC. That's kind of part of Apple's push. And then I think in the last 10 years, just more and more people have moved to using notebooks and away from using desktops. Also, a lot of people have been moving to iPads as well. That's kind of eaten a lot of the Mac mini market and Apple hasn't updated it. So we're here where we are now with a Mac mini that's old, ancient and overpriced. Yeah. So then what's their incentive for potentially updating it? Yeah, I think there are some really interesting ideas. One is the Mac server market. And this is where somebody who owns a business and does a lot of Mac development, a Mac mini would be nice to have as like a build server or continuous integration server. So let's say somebody changes code, they can upload it to the server. The server will build it in the background and make sure everything is okay without necessarily hogging everybody's desktop. So I see that as a potential, just any sort of Mac server type environment. I I think that there's potential there. Maybe that's what they're going to be doing with the Mac mini. Yeah, it's really interesting to see that they're actually going to upgrade this thing because it's something that has piqued my interest as somebody who does a lot of development like it would be nice to have a mac mini in the back just kind of running tests on my code and and making sure everything is working correctly and i think that there's still a desire to have something that is essentially a headless server like it doesn't have a monitor it just it runs on the network and you have access to it and i think there's still a lot of room for where the apple tv is not sufficient for a lot of home theater PCs, especially in the storage area. Okay. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they position this Mac Mini. Or maybe, you know, they could potentially just not do anything as far as a show is concerned and just do a press release and nobody hears about the Mac Mini except, you know, people who follow Apple because there's no event for it, but just a press release with, hey, we just upgraded our old Mac Mini. I think there's a lot of interesting stuff they'll do, but... Their interest in the casual desktop market, I don't know if there's even the profit margin for it or even the desire for it unless they really drop the price. But I feel like they, if they want to get more casual folks, they really want to push them to the iPad or the Apple TV or the MacBook or some other device that fits that under $500 range. So is that what you mean when you say the casual desktop market? 
Yeah, I just don't think there is one. <laughs> yeah. So you think like people either just do a laptop or or an iPad. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know a lot of people that have desktops unless they're hand me downs. I love having a desktop because I think they have a good amount of horsepower. Yeah. And they're just more reliable. I'm really interested to see how they position this Mac Mini because I think that to me is the biggest gap is this whole development server market where I think a Mac Mini would make a lot of sense. Yeah. Well, how about in a workplace? I mean, I, I well, I was going to say where where would what I see the most desktops is usually at a workplace, but it even seems like now a lot of them are transitioning to laptops with docking stations, right? Right. Exactly. I mean, I know my wife's workplace; they've gone all notebook and docking stations honestly if you're in a workplace why not just get an imac like you have the monitor built in yeah it's more expensive but the display on it is great and solid so it's better than buying a cheap monitor and and trying to get that to work so yeah so do you think then like even if they update the mac mini it's really not like an a way to kind of entry level into the the mac market like it's because like you're saying people are just still more likely to want a laptop or something i don't know if there's a market for getting people interested in a mac i mean i think there is but i think apple has much more of an interest in getting people interested in moving to the ipad because i think a lot of casual folks who use computers for just kind of email and web surfing and netflix they're just going to want to buy the 330 dollar ipad and go with that. I mean, that's a solid device. I, I have the cheap one that came out in 2017. That's a fantastic iPad. You get a lot of value out of it. Hmm, interesting. And then I guess there's rumors about a low-cost MacBook. Yeah, so we're looking at some sort of replacement for the MacBook Air. And that's really, that's the same sort of device that's been around for ages. And they haven't really updated it, but it's been really popular, especially with enterprises and education and things like that. They're either going to upgrade it or they're going to come out with a new cheap model. Yeah, they just haven't had a solid update for the MacBook Air in quite a while. So the MacBook Air is 11 inches, which is a really small size. And it was super popular. And I think it still is. And that's been one of the problems is they haven't updated and they haven't done anything with it. So it'll be interesting to see what they Mm -hmm. do as far as the MacBook Air is concerned. What would be the reason to get rid of that or or move to something else? MacBook Air hasn't been updated in ages. Mm -hmm. It's slow. It's really difficult to use. And I think the idea was that when they came out with the MacBook back in 2015, uh, the idea was that it was probably going to replace the MacBook Air. But unfortunately, it hasn't because the MacBook, the base price for a, a the so-called MacBook is 1300 and the MacBook Air is 1000 So it's just a lot more people would rather by the cheaper computer. And so that's, I think, the attraction of the MacBook Air, and they just have not been able to lower the price on the, the 2012 MacBook. So I think that's really been the challenge is trying to find a under $1,000 MacBook that people can use. Yeah. How come they haven't been updating the Air? I think a lot of it has been the focus has been on the iPhone and on the iPad and the Apple Watch. So the Mac line just quite frankly has not 
been really focused on and the mm-hmm. macbook air has been selling so well I, i'm sure they're making a decent profit because it's barely updated and the parts i'm sure are much cheaper than the cost of the computer because yeah. the parts are so old so i think to them there isn't a lot of incentive to do anything about it so now they're in a position where they want to really refresh their mac line I think this is a, a way for them to do that. Is that something you can maybe edit photos on and videos, or is this kind of do the general email browsing, maybe some web chats? I think you could do some basic photo editing, but I can imagine that being that fan's going to be running if there is a fan or something on it. What would be kind of the capabilities of a low cost MacBook? I mean, is that just going to be your your run of the mill web surfing? Uh, watching that flip business, maybe doing some web chat. I think it's more likely that the new MacBook is more targeted towards that, but I definitely think that there, you probably could do some basic stuff on it, but yeah, it's not really meant to be a productivity device for people who are professionals. Okay. I think that's kind of the idea with the MacBook Pro is that it's more targeted towards that. So do you think... With these potential changes coming, is it a good time to be looking at a MacBook Pro or or kind of waiting and seeing what happens? Or I think you definitely should wait and see what happens with the new MacBook line. It's unfortunate because people have already purchased the computers they're going to purchase for school. I mean, they mm-hmm. already missed that mark. Hopefully they don't miss the mark with Christmas. Yeah. If you're looking to buy a more budget device then i would definitely wait to see what comes out mm-hmm. in the next couple of months if you're looking for a more professional device at least with a notebook i think the mac we have the macbook pros that came out last month so you already have that out and then when it comes to desktops if you're looking for a budget one definitely wait until the mac mini comes out as far as the iMacs and the iMac Pro and the Mac Pro, I would definitely wait on that and see what comes out by the end of the year. Hopefully they come out with some updates to those devices. So is it kind of like dominoes where depending on how they change some things, it's going to affect the others? Yeah, for sure. Right now, like if you want a decent yeah. MacBook, you either get a $1,300 MacBook or you get a MacBook Pro. It'll be interesting to see how it ends up working out. For like developers and stuff, then are, would they be looking more at like the Pro? I think you definitely want to get a Pro for yeah. a developer. Is that where you're talking then about back at, at a desktop option because of the horsepower? I mean, developers like having notebooks. I, I don't. I, I mean, I like my MacBook Pro that's four years old but um i i just have no no interest in uh in using that as my professional device mm. um i'd rather have an imac but unfortunately i just can't take an imac with me yeah. so yeah i think one thing i'll say is that if you're looking to use a new macbook really think about getting an ipad i really love having an ipad for the more casual stuff and for $330, you really can't go wrong. I will post in the notes the link to the Mac Rumors Buyer's Guide, which is really good. And it has some really great indications of what you should be buying. Uh, quite honestly, the one thing they say is you can buy a Mac Pro, MacBook Pro. But as far as everything else, probably want to wait on that. And then when it comes to the other devices, they're pretty cautious about buying anything new at this point until comes out in september or october yeah so i guess we're kind of at a wait and see time for a lot of this stuff right so if you don't have to buy something maybe you want to hold off for a little while absolutely awesome well i guess i'm sure next time we talk we'll probably have some more information it'll be after the event and and we'll probably have all kinds of news to chat about yeah exactly i'm looking forward to talking about it after the event